Pete Huttlinger was one of the best fingerstyle guitar players to ever play the instrument. Despite having the odds stacked against him, like having to relearn the guitar after having a stroke, and then later recovering from massive heart failure, Pete continued to wow his audiences with his masterful arrangements and his amazing ability. Today you're going to have a chance to learn seven vital lessons from Pete in one of his last interviews before he passed away on January 15th, 2016. Hey TAC family, welcome to episode 201 of the Acoustic Tuesday Show. And welcome to the new set. I figured since we crossed the threshold of episode 200, it was time to spice things up a little bit. This show is all about bringing fun, focus, and progress to your guitar journey through my weekly Guitar Geek list, plus success stories from your fellow TAC family members. What's one of the best ways to push yourself towards a guitar playing goal that you always wanted to achieve? Do you have any guesses? It's okay if you don't. Today you're going to learn how TAC family member Bob G is going to achieve one of his greatest guitar goals. You're going to hear from Bob and figure out what his secret guitar goal hack is here in just a moment. Plus you're going to get your weekly dose of acoustic news you can use, which includes a harrowing tale from a Texas singer-songwriter, a TAC family member who was a grand prize winner, and much, much more. But first, let's gain some wisdom from the late Pete Huttlinger. I had the distinct honor to sit down with Pete Huttlinger some years ago to do an interview. We talked about life, we talked about the guitar, we got to play some tunes together. It was a true highlight for me in my personal guitar journey. And it was recorded, so it ended up being a highlight for a lot of other guitar players as well. Now, what you're about to see is some excerpts from that very interview. You can find the full thing on YouTube, but I've condensed it down to seven lessons that I think every guitar player needs to hear period, bottom line. Now, if you don't know who Pete Huttlinger is, here's a quick clip. Now, to get the full scope of the situation, this is also Pete. On November 3rd, 2010, I woke up and had had a stroke. And it was a major stroke. I was totally paralyzed on the entire right side of my body and I couldn't speak. Pete was truly an amazing, inspirational human being. And he had this motto that he lived by. Don't just live, live well. And he embodied that 100%. Given Pete, his story, what he had been through at that point in time, it was amazing that he maintained this positive attitude. And he did, he, he didn't just live, he lived well and seemed to enjoy every single second. And really all the lessons I'm about to share with you that I learned from Pete, there's seven of them, really kind of fall back on that don't just live, live well. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and dig into the lessons. Lesson number one is that the impossible is possible. And this stems from his arrangement of the tune Superstition. He was asked at a gig to play the song Superstition, to which he replied, that's impossible. There's so many parts. You can't do that on solo guitar. Well, after that gig, he got to thinking and then he got to playing. Turns out he actually could play that. Here's Pete playing Superstition.
Yes, indeed, the impossible is possible. Case in point, the arrangement of that tune. In fact, superstition very quickly became associated with Pete, and that arrangement became known as the impossible arrangement of superstition. Okay, moving on to lesson number two, and this is a bit of a piggyback to the lesson that we just learned. Lesson number two is melody is king. Now, this came up when I had asked Pete, hey, Pete, how do you approach arranging songs? And here's what he had to say. You know, I said melody is king, and it really is. I will, I will leave out chords in order to get the melody in. Okay, okay. You know, um, although I don't have to. <laughs> On to lesson number three, and that is don't take yourself too seriously. Now, it is no doubt that Pete had a lot of health issues, from the stroke to massive heart failure, and that led to him having to wear a heart pump. And that actually led to him inserting a little bit of comedy during his shows. Now, it seems weird to pair all these health problems with comedy, but Pete had this lightness about it. In fact, he made a pretty bold claim. Here it is. It, it pumps blood for me. I mean, it, it assists my heart. I, right, I'm still, right. there's a part of my heart that's still functioning, but uh, not, not quite enough right. to manage on its own. And so um, the way this pump works, it works on centrifugal motion. So it's a, it's a, con it's a constant flow pump, not a pulsating pump. Right, right. And that took away my pulse. I, my heart still beats, right. but, it, but not on the part of the, of the heart that pumps to the body. Right. So I don't have a pulse anymore, which makes me the greatest guitar player in the world, living without a pulse. <laughs> It's just so amazing to see someone with so many health struggles maintain this positivity and lightness throughout. And it just goes to show that he truly did embody that mantra of don't just live, live well. Let's move on to lesson number four. And this has everything to do with determination and perseverance. We'll uh, title lesson number four, One Bite at a Time. Now, the context of this lesson is Pete was recovering from a stroke and the last thing he wanted to do was play guitar. But he started chipping away at it, just playing a little bit here and there. Here's that story in Pete's words. My wife would put my guitar out and she'd say, hey, why don't you play a little bit? I'd look at it, I'd go, not interested. I hadn't played with any, uh, well, for, there was months where I didn't play anything at all. And when I was in the hospital, I played a little bit, but not much. And, and it hurt. It hurt to play. Yeah. It yeah. was like starting over. Right. Because my, I had no calluses. Sure. And it just, it, it was painful. I didn't want to, I was done with pain by that point in my yeah. life. You know, if you <laughs> could imagine, yeah. yeah, I had a stroke and, and, and a heart failure. There was just too much pain. I said, I... I don't want to do this. And right. she'd say, well, just play for a minute. Just play for a minute. And then maybe try again tomorrow. All right, I'm going to play, but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> I'd play for a couple minutes. It would start to hurt. And I'd put it down for like two or three days. Uh -huh. But she, she'd strategically put my guitars around the house. <laughs> you know, I'd have to move it to sit on a chair or whatever. Right, right. You know, have to get it off the kitchen table to eat my dinner. Yeah. You know, there, there are these little <laughs> spots where she would, she would just put them out there. And she was so encouraging. And, and um, so there were, there were a number of factors. I mean, she's the greatest factor for my learning to play again. 
And that right there is evidence that short windows of time when it comes to playing the guitar can lead to huge progress. You just have to get that positive momentum rolling. Let's move on to lesson number five. And lesson number five is goal power. It is no doubt that Pete was a goal-driven individual. And when he was recovering from a stroke, one of his friends actually helped set a goal for him that pushed him forward and helped him get back into playing. Here's what Pete had to say about it. I got out of the hospital at the end of August, and in October he called me, he said, how you doing? I said, well, I'm all right. He goes, how's your playing? I said, not too good. He goes, well, I know there's been benefits for you and people giving you money, and I could do that, but uh, I think you'd be better if you were playing. I said, probably, you know. And he said, so uh, I booked five gigs for us uh, in December. And uh, so you got a couple months to get your act together. And uh... now I've got two more lessons I wanna share with you that I learned from Pete. But first I wanna remind you that we're not done talking about guitar goals today. In fact, in just a bit, you're gonna meet TAC family member, Bob G. And he's gonna share with you a secret to help you stay on track to achieving your guitar goals. Let's move on to lesson number six. And lesson number six from Pete is to be humble and be gracious. Now, I don't necessarily have any video evidence of this. Actually, I do. Here's a quick clip of Pete and I playing one of his tunes. And when we come back from it, I'll share with you the lesson that I learned. amazing moment uh, to, to sit down and play one of Pete's songs with him was, was really mind-blowing. But that brings me again to lesson number six, and that's be humble and be gracious. After we finished filming the interview, Pete and I stayed here talking for uh, quite a bit of time, and he thanked me I wanna say three or four times for taking the time to learn one of his songs, for taking the time to play with him. And here I am thinking, okay, Here's Pete Huttlinger, one of my guitar idols, an amazing player, somebody who I really look up to, and he's thanking me for taking the time to learn one of his tunes. I just got, I just got goosebumps telling that story because it was at that moment, it all became clear to me. It wasn't about the skill, it wasn't about the technique, it was about the time that we shared, and that that was, inv that was, that was valuable. And to me, it just, it was one of those things that just smacked me across the head like a two by four. Be humble, be gracious. And that's exactly what Pete did. And it really, it elevated the importance of that moment beyond music. And to me, that was one of those lessons that was almost hard to put into words. And I can't believe I just did that kind of right here on the show. <laughs> Let's move on to lesson number seven. Lesson number seven is triumph is triumph. Now, Coming from Pete, this is a really interesting concept. And rather than me butcher it, I'm gonna just go ahead and let Pete talk, and then I'll paraphrase after the fact. Um, at every talk I've done, people come up to me and, uh, you know, they say, oh, your story's overwhelming, you know, I broke my leg once. And, but, you know, I tell people, whatever happens to you is big for you. Right, right. Whatever happens to me is big for me. Right. But they don't have to be the same. There's not a rating scale. <laughs> You know, right. So no matter how big or small you perceive a triumph, a victory, a win, 
it's still a triumph. It's still a win and it still deserves celebration. If there's something notable from your guitar playing session, if you're proud of your guitar playing, celebrate it. I wanted to save this lesson until last because you and I as guitar players need to hear this stuff. We need to cultivate that positive momentum. A triumph is a triumph and celebrate the hell out of them. Okay, with all that being said, I've just shared with you seven lessons from Pete. And in the comments below, let me know one of them that stood out to you. What was your one takeaway from today? Go ahead and put it in the comments below. Maybe it was a quote that blew you away. Maybe it was a way that Pete had phrased something. Maybe it was his perspective. Whatever the case may be, let me know in the comments below. And if you wanna learn more about Pete, if you wanna learn how to play like Pete, if you wanna check out his book that he and his wife wrote entitled Joined at the Heart, make sure to check out Pete's website at PeteHutlinger.com. Leap and the net will appear. I always thought this was a Zen proverb or something from like ancient times. Turns out it's a quote attributed to naturalist John Burroughs. I don't know anything about John Burroughs. All I know is that this quote has come up time and time again. And this is the exact quote that TAC family member Bob G is embodying as he progresses towards one of his ultimate guitar goals. Now, I'm not gonna paraphrase this because I'll do a horrible job. It's best to hear from Bob directly. In fact, Bob shared his goal and what he's doing to achieve his goal during our last Tony's Acoustic Challenge 90-day progress party. I'll give you more details on the next one here in a bit, but first, let's hear from Bob. Well, I actually started the 90 days and I'm working on a little while ago, so I'm cheating a little bit. It's not for a 90-day goal, but it's very specific. My mother-in-law and other people have heard me talk about this a little bit before, so I hope I'm not boring people, but my mother-in-law is going to be 99 on July 19th. And my mother-in-law is very proud of her 100% Irish heritage. So I decided that I was going to try to play uh, Oh Danny Boy, an Ava Cassidy rendition of Oh Danny Boy for her birthday with family there. So it wraps a few things in. I think you know one of my long-term goals has been to be able to play uh, in with family. Yeah. Just getting over that nerves and all that stuff. So a number of uh, our TAC family have uh, helped me get to the point of playing in front of them and the nerves are coming down a little bit. Good. And I'm getting to the point that I can play the Ava Cassidy and um, uh, the voice is coming along with it. So July 19th is my deadline. Uh, it's a hard date. And um, I'm hoping that uh, my mother-in-law actually remembers what the song is. So that's, a, that's we're going to see what happens. I love there you have it. Bob is going for it. Bob's going to leap and the net is going to appear. Now there's an underlying hack that Bob is using here and I wanna highlight it because it's something that you can use in your guitar playing goal, whatever it is that you're working towards. Bob publicly proclaimed his guitar goal, which increased the accountability factor. When you say something out loud or when you publicly make a statement, you're that much more likely to follow through because you're that much more accountable. Now, Bob had the opportunity to do this during the Tony's Acoustic Challenge 90-Day Progress Party. 
where we all get together, all the TAC family gets together and we talk about our guitar goals, the routine that's gonna help us get there, what could potentially stand in our way and how we could creatively work around that. It's a really wonderful gathering that happens every 90 days. And for you Tony's Acoustic Challenge family members, make sure to mark your calendar for October 6th at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. That is the next Tony's Acoustic Challenge 90-day progress party. I do hope to see you there and I do hope to hear your guitar goal. I wanna hear about your guitar routine and I want to hear about what it means to you. So again, make sure to mark your calendars for October 6th at 11 a.m. Mountain Time for the next Tony's Acoustic Challenge 90-day progress party. Okay, here in just a bit, I want to get to some comments from episode 194, which was the episode where I talked about the song Wagon Wheel. We'll get there in a moment, but first, let's have a look at a guitar signal from one of our very own Acoustic Tuesday viewers and Tony's Acoustic Challenge family members, Guy B from Ruskin, Florida. Here's what he has in his guitar signal. First, he says this, Hey Tony, I don't know if this pick will make the show. I'm fighting bright sun and thunderstorms. This is a guitarsonal update. My poor man's guitarsonal was in episode number 36. This one I'm calling the happy man's guitarsonal because I was lucky enough to have had tack and the fretboard wizard lessons, plus the helpful tackers to guide me through to be not such a bad guitar player. Now for the guitars. On the bench, a 1970s Yamaha green label. Next, a Gretsch boxcar resonator a wood top first act, a fiddle, an ovation, a Fender DG21S, on the ground, an Andrew White Freya 2002J, which he actually won in a giveaway done right here on the Acoustic Tuesday show, then a Martin 0015M and two PV Raptors that he inherited. And since they have a Guitars for Vets shirt on them, they will soon be donated to Guitars for Vets. And I'm also holding the famous ovation that was hit by lightning. Speaking of lightning, in the background is a Tampa Bay Lightning and a Tampa Bay Buccaneers flag, plus two more guitarsonal shirts. Thanks for everything, your friend Guy B from Champa Bay, Florida. I wanna thank you so much, Guy, for sharing your guitarsonal on the show. Um, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they, they had a hell of a season and a, a well-deserved de well Stanley Cup winners. Now, I hope that you do know that in 2022, the Chicago Blackhawks will be winning the Stanley Cup. I just wanna say that. Um, if they don't win the Stanley Cup, maybe I'll shave my beard. I don't know, we'll see. Uh, we're gonna get to those comments from episode 194 here in a bit, but first, I have an announcement for you. I wanna feature you on the Acoustic Tuesday Show, and there are two different ways you can get featured. Number one, share your guitar signal. All you have to do is go to tonypolacastro.com forward slash shop. Step number one is get yourself a guitar signal shirt. Step number two, once that guitar signal shirt arrives, put it on, take a picture amongst all of your guitars. And step number three, click the link at the top of that shop page. You'll be able to submit your picture. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the guitars in your guitar collection. Now you're thinking, okay, that's a cool way. I'd like to do that. But there's a second way you can get featured as well. And that is, again, go to tonypolacastro.com forward slash shop and pick yourself up some Acoustic Tuesday merchandise or some Tony's Acoustic Challenge merchandise. Once that merchandise arrives, put it on, take a picture of yourself, take a picture of yourself, and go ahead and submit it using that same link at the top. You can upload your picture, tell us a little bit about yourself, and say hi to your fellow guitar geeks. Whether you get a mug, or a hat, or a t-shirt, or a sweatshirt. I wanna see it, your fellow guitar geeks wanna see it as well. And of course, the best way for your fellow guitar geeks to see it is get featured in the Acoustic Tuesday Show. I've already told you how to do that. Holy smokes, announcement over. 
it is now time to turn back the sands of time, flip the hourglass, if you will. We're gonna head back to episode 194, where I talked about why Wagon Wheel is the best campfire song ever. There were some great comments on that show, and I wanna feature just a few right now. Our first comment comes from Randall Hacker, and he says this. Hey, Tony, long-time listener, first-time caller. Wagon Wheel is also my favorite campfire jam, but I always replace the lyrics with the theme to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Always gets a laugh, and everyone still sings along. I even throw in a chorus or two of Wagon Wheel. I first heard it played that way at an acoustic punk show I attended, but unfortunately cannot remember the name of the musician. Just tried to find a video and could not find his recording. But other people have recorded videos of it played with the Fresh Prince lyrics. Give it a shot sometime. It's fun. Uh, Randall, first of all, thanks so much for watching the show. And thanks for the awesome comment. That is something I will have to try. It sounds amazing. I did watch the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Bel the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, when I was a, a wee lad, and I think you know what that would bring back some fond memories. Our next comment comes from Keys Toft, and he says this. This is in regards to Jimmy Fallon smashing. Wow, I can't talk. Smashing. This is in regards to Jimmy Fallon smashing a Martin, I believe either D28 or an HD28 on his show. Here's what Keys says. Yeah, the destroyed Martin is hard to watch. I'm sure we've all thought about a spontaneous act of anarchy, but musical instruments are sacred, aren't they? They are built with love and they channel emotions, so that makes them kind of alive. As a working man with a family, I'm in no position to afford an HD28. The guy, should have some, the guy should have some respect for the people who built it and the people who dream of owning such an instrument, but will probably never get the funds together. Rest in peace, HDX. Yeah, uh, sad moment. You know, I, 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 wish, I, I wish that was a different guitar. You know, just looking at that guitar getting smashed was just not, not cool. And I get it, it was for show and everything, but gosh, it's just, it's hard on a guy's, on a guitar geek's heart. Uh, let's move to the next comment. This comes from Jeff Collins. He says this, by the way, love Acoustic Tuesday. Brings up the enthusiasm. Great group of friendly members. Your guitar sight and training is by far the best I've experienced. Glad I gave it a shot. I'm in my second year as a member. I have a bluegrass band. I'm in, I have a bluegrass band I'm in, Ocotillo Rain. We give all proceeds to charity. Just love to play. Over six years, we have given $30,000 to charities. I've been mainly a rhythm guitar player and singer. Through your site, I've added embellishments and some flat picking in my playing. I ordered today a Paul Beard Square Neck Deco 47 Resonator. You've given me confidence in my playing. Thanks, Tony. Wow, Jeff, uh, what, a, what an awesome comment. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. I'm so glad to have you as a part of the TAC family. And I just wanted to highlight how cool this is. Playing music for the sheer enjoyment of playing music. Yes, he's in a bluegrass band. Yes, they play gigs. They donate all their proceeds to charity. How cool is, I mean, I, I think that's so awesome. I just, as soon as I read that, I kind of put me on my heels a little bit to think, man, this community is made up of truly incredible, inspirational guitar geeks. And I thank you, Jeff, and all of you guitar geeks that are a part of this community. Now on to the final segment of the Acoustic Tuesday show. Yes, you guessed it, acoustic news you can use. I've got a ton to go over, so let's dig right in. First up is a harrowing tale from a Texas singer-songwriter, Charlie Crockett. First of all, if you don't know who Charlie Crockett is, make sure to check out his music. It's awesome. He's a very talented singer-songwriter. Well, he just recently had a brush with open-heart surgery. Yeah, I found a video, and I was 
stopped dead in my tracks. I couldn't believe it, hearing about a musician with health issues. And I thought it would be you know, a great addition to today's episode since we were just talking about Pete Huttlinger and him overcoming his health issues. Here's a short snippet of this video that I found that I think every guitar player, every guitar geek, every human needs to watch. So go ain't gonna hurt you. Maybe some of y'all are wondering what's been going on with me. It's a really long and wild story, but I had open heart surgery this week. Yeah, I was born with, with Parkinson's white, you know, it's a it's a congenital heart disease. So I kind of grew up throughout my life with, you know, learning how to cope with that. As I got into my early 30s and was torn really hard, my episodes were coming back. The difference was I was having more trouble getting it under control. Even though I was dealing with that stuff, the thing that brought me in to the doctor to get fixed was actually I had gotten a hernia. I'm dancing on stage 90 minutes a night dancing like crazy, doing the boogie woogie and all that kind of stuff. It's like luck that really saved me in this particular situation because had it not been for the hernia, I probably never would have gone to the doctor. Next up is a 10 year anniversary of one of the best albums ever to be recorded. The Milk Carton Kids are celebrating the 10 year anniversary of their album Prologue, and they're releasing a special box set, boxed set on September 24th. Here's a quick promo video they did for it. Can you make a video that's just like looking pretty close at that and like with us in the background and then we like put a music track behind it and it just and then it, you could say like what are we in just sit here and be in the background of it and uh, the music plays and then you put overlay on the screen that it says um, coming you know out September 24th. I have a soft spot for slide guitar. You've got all sorts of different slides that just yield all these amazing tones. You've got metal slides, you've got glass slides, you've got porcelain slides, and now Taylor is starting to sell wooden slides made out of ebony. And if you're wondering how they sound against other slides, I found this amazing video with Andy Powers playing a metal slide, a glass slide, and one of Taylor's new ebony slides. Here it is. <laughs> I've got two more pieces of news for you before I wrap up the show. And the first is some merchandise you need to check out. Some truly guitar geeky merchandise. And it comes from Amber Russell. If you've watched the Acoustic Tuesday show for any amount of time, you've heard me mention Amber's music. She's an incredible guitar player. Her compositions are otherworldly. And she just released this amazing line of merchandise. One particular design is kind of the 60s, 70s illustration of Amber playing the guitar in a hat with the words around it, what tuning are you in? Between the illustration and that statement, 
it, it's a perfect match for every guitar player out there ever. Well, especially if you're a fan of Amber's music. And chances are, if you hear it, you will be. I believe she's launching this merch in October. That, that's when it'll be on her website. At least that's what the post had said. So make sure to be on the lookout for that. It's really some awesome stuff. Now on to the final piece of news, and that is Attack family member won an amazing guitar a Collings guitar. The North American guitar was doing a giveaway in conjunction, in conjunction with their brand new digital publication, The Connoisseur. So I'm scrolling through Instagram and I'm seeing that they announced the giveaway winner. And I thought, man, it'd be really nice to win that Collings. It's a pretty stellar guitar. And I look at the name and I think, Don Mulkey. Why does that name sound so familiar? Well, it sounds familiar because he's a TAC family member. How cool is that? One of us won the guitar. Anyways, you have to see the video. This is Lindsay announcing the winner of the guitar. So cool. Congratulations, Don. Hey guys, Lindsay here over at the North American Guitar with an exciting announcement. I know we kept you guys in suspense over the weekend, but we are officially ready to announce that Mr. Don Mulkey is the winner of this beautiful Calling C10. Congratulations, Don. Thank you so much for entering. And thank you to all of you for participating in the giveaway this year. We really appreciate it and we're excited that you're part of the TNAG family now. So. But Don, watch out for this in the mail. It's going to be going out to you shortly today. And on that note, I think it's a great time to wrap up the Acoustic Tuesday show. Oh, thanks. I, you noticed my new Blackhawks jersey. I appreciate you noticing it. Again, on that note, I think it's a great time to wrap up the Acoustic Tuesday show. But before I do so, let's take a sneak peek into next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about hammer-ons and pull-offs and what you can do to refine each of those techniques. Make sure to have your guitar next week because it's going to be a fun, interactive episode. Remember, you can catch the Acoustic Tuesday show every single Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time right here on YouTube. I want to thank you for joining me today. And before I let you go, please remember this. Your guitar success, however you define it, is directly related to your guitar routine. So please invest the time in developing your guitar routine and make sure to have fun every single day that you play. Thanks again for joining me today. Thank you for being a Guitar Geek, and I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Cheers, and Guitar Geeks Unite.